Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Off the Press podcast. I'm your host, Gazette Hawkeyes reporter, John Steffi. I am excited to welcome Gary Mayab, the associate head coach of Iowa Women's Wrestling to the podcast. Gary, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate all your work and your effort and the things that uh, that, you're, that you're making happen. So now about, if I'm doing my math right, a month and a half into the inaugural Iowa Women's Wrestling season. What's been this month and a half been like as kind of trailblazers in this sport? Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, yeah, trailblazers for sure. And and uh, the trailblazer duels we had uh, was kind of the, the middle ground of the first three weeks that we we started off. And, you know, first we took our trip out east and, and went out and, and wrestled um, East Strasburg. And great duel, great startup points. And then the very next day, we went back over to Princeton University and wrestled at Princeton Open. Uh, great event, great event, well ran. Um, it was it is perfect for us. And then we, um, after that, we came back home obviously and started. Uh, we we started our first duel in history uh, at Carver Hawkeye Arena with women's wrestling here, and so very excited um, times and 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 we were very excited for our women and they'd worked really hard and, and put in a lot of effort. And then here, here was one of the things that was coming at them. And so it was awesome. And then the following week went to Mo Valley again and uh largest open tournament for women's wrestling, uh, just under 500 uh, athletes, college athletes in a, in a true open setting. So that was really, really good. And, um, then we came off of that, and and what was nice about our scheduling is that we had those three weeks back to back to back, and then we could come back, break down film, start working one offs with our with our athletes, our student athletes, and then then making those kind of things happen, those adjustments, and that's what we've been doing the last two weeks, and now we're right back to where we start, and we're going to take some women over to North Central uh, over the weekend. We'll go Sunday. Uh, many of our women will not go at this time because we're getting them ready for the U.S. Open, which is the following weekend uh, in Fort Worth. And um, those women will start competing. Obviously, got finals this week, but those women will start competing as early as Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They'll wrestle in different sessions. And then um, the rest of our team will travel to Las Vegas for Sunday's Desert Duels. And so uh, very busy right now leading up to the holidays. And then we'll take a little bit of a break and then we'll bring them back. And we wrestle soldier salute here back at home, but in um, extreme arena. And then kind of going back to the trailblazer duels, what was that like when you're used to wrestling in front of say, or you're used to coaching teams that are wrestling in front of maybe at most a thousand or so fans and now you're talking eight thousand fans eight thousand yes um yeah super excited again for our athletes and our whole program um so much went into it as you know i mean the team behind the team is exceptional i mean the uh our marketing group our management our our facilities people um the the administration here is is unbelievable at how well they back us and so but you know again women's athletics whether it's women's basketball field hockey soccer it doesn't matter i mean uh, you know soccer won a big 10 
title this year and 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 obviously the women's basketball program here women's athletics was established by dr christine grant here at, at a new level it's been unbelievable and i always look at it as you 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 have unbelievable crossroads that are being met you know they're converging you have wrestling which in the state of iowa is everything and what men's wrestling here has done and all that they've produced and really the best program in the last 50 years for sure. And uh, there's a program right now that's doing a great job. But when you look at the last 50 years, it, it's unbelievable what has happened here at this arena. Carver Hawkeye arena is recognized around the world as a wrestling Mecca. And so when you have wrestling and then you have women's athletics and then you encompass that with the University of Iowa. That's that's a winning formula, right? And so, um, eight thousand plus. Uh, you know that that there's a lot of teams out there, men's, women's. It doesn't matter. That would love to wrestle in front of that crowd, but it's, it happens because of the tradition that's here at Iowa. What takes place in the state, and how much they love the sport. So uh, it, it's almost like a perfect storm, right? Yeah. And then you get, now that you're kind of a little farther into competition season, have you gotten a little bit of the sense of kind of being like the New York Yankees kind of, are you the team that others like to hate yet? <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope, I hope that what we do is we do, we do right for our sport, right? We do, we do right for wrestling in general, but but we try to raise women's wrestling and uh, you know, we break down every practice just came out of one and we break down every practice for her. And um, it, it's, it's, it's for everything going back to Dr. Christine Grant and, and helping write title nine to now 50 years after. And we have women's sanctioned wrestling in almost every state. Now we're getting so close to finishing that out. And um uh, and especially in this state, it has done nothing, but they doubled in one year last year. This year, they've seen another big influx. And the quality of wrestling is doing nothing but raising right now. So with all of that in the mix, we hope that what we do is that we are good stewards for our sport and really good ambassadors for women's wrestling in general. But I'm sure that, you know, I'm looking at it from the inside out and I'm hoping that's what it is. And I'm sure there are some people that, that look at it a little different, maybe. You know, I maybe heard a few boos were happening at one meet. <laughs> right. So, so some good fun. It is. It is. And, that, and that's exactly what it is. I, I hope that most of it's good fun, because, again, if you get to know our women, I mean, they do such an exceptional job. And they're great ambassadors for our sport, as we were talking about before. And and just if you spend any time getting to know our women, I, I cannot see anyone really thoughtfully trying to to boo or or take that down, because these women are worthy of being raised up. There's no doubt. And then you look at the U.S. Open coming up for the people listening that maybe aren't experts in this sport, just how important is this individually for a lot of these wrestlers who are among the best in the world to do well at right. this event in Fort Worth? 
our women's teams on general right now, they're meddling, you know, around seven per event. It, it, it changes your mindset. It's no longer, if you're really thinking of women's wrestler in America cannot say something like, well, I want to make a world team or I want to make an Olympic team. You, you better be thinking, I want a world or Olympic medal. Because if you don't, you probably won't make the team, honestly. And what some of your 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 listeners might not understand yet is that every fourth year in the last quad, the last two quads, they've moved the US Open out of the spring and put it in December because it ends up being the first formal stage. Well, Bill Farrell, you could qualify out of that if you want it in last this last month. But now uh, it's it's probably the biggest qualifier that is coming up. The top five positions at the U.S. Open now qualify for the Olympic trials. Um, you know, when we go to Cedar Rapids later on this year for women's nationals, for the national championships, um, the winner of that will also qualify. That's that's a big deal. But now the if 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 you do not qualify in any of these first three or four that I've mentioned, then you have a last chance coming, but it's one position and everybody that's left out right now. So this is a, you bring it up and it's, it's such a strong point, but it is a big deal that uh, where, you know, 10 of our women are going to go this coming weekend is a, not this weekend, the following weekend is a huge deal. And so, uh, when they came to the University of Iowa, so many of our women, when we recruited them, they said, you know, what, what do you want from us? What do you want? What, what creates a win-win here? It has to be a win for the University of Iowa, but it has to be a win for you because it's all long-term success. And so many of them come right out and say, I want to world medal and I want to Olympic medal. And so now, now it's that moment. And obviously, especially with the Olympics, it happens every four years. And so the pressure, you could easily say it makes a difference. And so um, to some of them, this is their best window. To others, it will be the first window they get. And then hopefully in 28, they'll get their next window. So it's it's kind of where they're at in school. And then if you're 101 pounds, athletes you only have number one and number two in the country like right i think you need to shoot higher than that (laughs) (laughs) i agree i agree and and you know and we're fortunate that we have three weights that we have top three in you know in those weights and so um it is exciting and it's exciting to go into a room every day where you know that you know at 143 you're one and two at 101 you're one and two and, and again, the way we feel about it, it's ranking. And so at the end of the day, we rank on paper, but we wrestle on vinyl. And so the, the mat that we're going to wrestle on will determine all of that. But to, to merely think that you have, you know, four contested weights here where we have the top women in America and they're both in the same room wearing the same black uniform. And that right there is, you're right, it, it's... It's something truly special. How much does that kind of create internal competition in practice when you go a while without a tournament, but you have the competition already in the room there? You're right. It it, it brings out so much. I mean, first of all, 
um, the competitive nature of them, of, of our student athletes is, is very high. And yet when you watch practice on a daily basis, you see all kinds of really neat things. People under stress and finding humor all the time and gratitude and gratefulness. And when, when you're, when you're seeing and hearing that echo every day, every day, um, right now we have a great competitor that's in, in visiting us, um, United States multi-time uh, medalist in that, and she's in visiting. And she said it so well yesterday. She said, I'm amazed at how positive this room is all of the time. And uh, she reiterated again today. And so I, th I think that for that reason, I think all of us are grateful. I think we're grateful. You know, uh, I had a meeting uh, a couple of days ago with one of our athletes. And I said, you know, you're in a room where every single day, you, you could pick the brain of the person standing next to you and gain so much. And so, you know, it, it, being in a room where they share and, and one of the statements that we make is that I've got your front and I've got your back, you know, they help each other advance on a daily basis. The feedback that they give one another is honest and open and everybody knows what everybody else does. And some of the some of the best matches in the last two years has been when we've met either in the semis or the finals to each other, right? And then the coaches get out of the corners and let the athletes take over. And it is unbelievable to watch um, how, how talented they are, but yet really just how much they share their talents and skills with one another. You were mentioning the positivity. It seems like one of the people who's really an especially positive leader is Marlon Didi. What has she really... Oh added to this room since transferring from Augsburg? Well, Marlon is, is first of all, she's a special human being. And, and then you take that and she was a leader and a defending national champion, right? And then she comes to our program and she brings that, that energy of being a champion, but yet you never hear that out of her. That's not what you hear from her. What you're picking up is what you hear. And that's what we hear on a daily basis. It has never, never been, well, this is how we did it. No, it's, this is how we're doing it. And she walked in and she's taken, she has full ownership of an autonomy of what she's done, but yet now she gets to share that out with the athletes in the room. And she does it. She does it in such an amazing way. And, you know, and we have another defending champ that, you know, past champion and, and multi-time runner up now. And, 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 you know, when you look at Felicity and what she brings to the table and she is a native Iowan, you know, there, there's things like that, that, that across the board, but Marlon has really been a special Hawk. Uh, she, she came from a different program, but you never see that or hear that. And yet, you know, it exists. And she had a great coach where she was, and she's had great relationship with that coach and that coaching staff. And she's brought that here and she's been very open with us. I, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed being around her, watching her work and watching her associate both with coaching staff, everyone in the building. And like you've heard her, you know, she, she, uh, she projects what this program is about. And then Iowa fans will get a chance, as you were mentioning with Extreme Arena, with the Soldier Salute, get a chance to see this team in person. What's right. kind of your pitch to somebody who is deciding, okay, do I go out to Coralville? 
Absolutely. I, I think that, that you're, you're going to see all the things that we've been talking about. You're going to see their competitive nature. You're, you're going to see their grit. Um, you're going to see their work ethic show up. You know, we, we talked to them about a 68 hour work week here and it's uh, between going to classes and they are exceptional in the classroom. Our academic services here, uh, Anthony and that staff, Doug, they do such a great job with our women of uh, getting them into the scheduling that fits the tight schedule that they run every single day here. You know, they have, we, we have two practices a day, no matter what. And then three days a week, we have three. So, well, two on two of those. And so when you look at that and the schedule, the tight schedule that they have to maintain at a big 10 university uh, academically, and then how well they do it. And, you know, some of our greatest challenges are women that are in, in biomedical fields and then engineering, you know, how they juggle all of that is simply amazing. But what's neat is that you can come and watch them in a match. And in normally less than six minutes, you're going to see their actions and how they are, they carry themselves with such a positivity, but yet once they shake your hand, there's, they're going to get down to business very quickly. So, um, it, it's, um, I, I, I'm so, I feel so fortunate that I have a close seat. So it's, it's awesome. Is there a favorite moment since you've gotten to Iowa? Oh, I don't, I don't know that I could do that because when you have 28 athletes and they're like-minded and driven towards common goals, it's, I don't know. They, they do so many things and, and there's so many moments that catch you off guard on how well they do something, Whether It's them coming up for, for her, the way they break down practice, the way that, they do business the way that they welcome people into the room. The, uh, it, it, all of that. But I would say one thing that really, truly caught me. I mean, and there, again, there's so many things like we, we had a women's academy and the job that they did that day for women that just kind of want to see, they want to, they want to pull the curtain back on, on the program and see what's going on. Right. And so we had these guests in our room and, and they came for the women's academy and, many of them are super successful in the community anyway. And they came in and our women just, it was like this. It just bonded and linked automatically. And it was so awesome to see that in so many ways. And yet, again, if, if I had to choose right now, it would be walking out to Carver the first time and watching them up in the tunnel. Like at the academy, there was a moment where our women lined the tunnel and then they clapped and cheered and howled for the women that were in the academy to walk down into Carver Arena and get onto a mat on the floor, right? So that was magical. But then now it's their turn. It's their first time at Carver. And what did they do? They all locked in arm to arm, shoulder to shoulder, and just walked out to meet. And they did it with everybody. And that wasn't, that certainly wasn't done by our coaching staff. That wasn't anything. It's them and their autonomous ways, but their way of saying we're in this together and they are constantly focused on the fact that they're all in it together. And them linking arms and walking out like that, absolutely amazing. Well, Gary, thanks for joining me. Well, thank you. We appreciate it in any way that we can uh, 
you know, if you have things that are special, you want to share them with others. So we appreciate you holding a medium that allows us to do that. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you, our travel listeners, for tuning in to another episode. Until next time, we will talk Hawks later. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.